Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Omnibros Live on a Wednesday. Comic Talk, as we call it now. It's been a minute since I've been on a Wednesday. Super excited. I'm joined, of course, by the always awesome, my my, my dear friend and co-host of Omnibros Live, Gabe Loves 90s Comics. What is up, brother? What's up, Gio? Good to see you, man. It's been a minute since we've been on the show together. You've You've stayed busy yourself, so it's good to see you back. It's good to see everybody in the chat hanging out with us tonight, too. We got a we got a fun Wednesdays, like you said, is our comic talk like show. You know, I mean, we talk about comics no matter what, but this is more of the topic driven, yeah. Weekly episode. We got a fun topic today. Um, so yeah, let's kind of uh let's get into the groove of things. So everybody, for this topic, uh, it's going to be called uh, it's a sinking ship. I sound like I said sinking shit, sinking ship topic, where what it is, is we're going to go through a list of the top comic books um, that we found on this, a list of uh, top 100 comics. So we're going to imagine ourselves on a sinking ship, like literally think of ourselves on the sinking ship or a boat, and we need to toss books off to save ourselves. So what books are we going to save and what books are we going to get rid of? So it's kind of a play on the... uh, Desert Island, you know, the Desert Island idea of like, what book would you bring with you on a desert island? It's the opposite effect. What book are you going to chuck into the water? Or the, uh, there's a fire in the house, which book do you save or something like that? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, When I see a lot of people posting like collection videos and somebody always makes that question. I'm like, guys, I I ain't got time to choose. It's a fire. It's a fire. I'm grabbing my kids and walking out. Yeah. Family members and, and, and all that first. I don't care about the books. Um, well, I got I got some expensive like graded comics. That might be a different story, but all these trade paperbacks yeah. like that, yeah, that could just that, that could just feed the fire for all I care. Are the graded comics fi- uh, fireproof, or do they still burn? The oh no, they'll burn. Yeah, okay, that don't that don't melt and destroy. I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> Wait, so, um, yeah, so already, James is on it. Omar's not here, but yeah, <laughs> but James got the right idea. Now that's what I was saying is. For for the chat, for everybody here hanging out with us, A A plus. Thanks for showing up and hanging out. Give us that thumbs up. Subscribe yeah. if this is your first time here. If you're if you're watching this for the first time, or if you're listening to this to on our our podcast version for the first time. Also, we're gonna need you guys to help participate because throw us some ideas. Throw us you know throw us ideas of the books that you know that you want us to decide if it stays on the boat or if it goes. So we'll we'll be getting into all of that. And we're gonna have some fun chat participation with all of this as well so that's what we're all about we're all about hanging out with the the community and all of our longtime viewers new viewers as well so this is gonna be a fun time uh apparently somebody's a firefighter now but yeah we're uh we're gonna burn not burn books today but we're throwing them in the in the in the river my house burned down in 2008 that sucks my dude and we were able to save some possessions that's nice and now i'm a firefighter that's super works Yeah. yeah It reminds me of a few years ago when uh, Jess, even yourself, I, I don't think, you know, yours your and Jess's uh, situations were similar but different. Jess had a huge flood in his basement where his books are. And it went up like it flooded his entire basement. And he, he had to run in there and try to save some books himself. So you had that kind of thing. too. I know you had a hurricane situation where you lost a roof. And luckily, you don't think you had any damage to your collection or anything. But 2017. Uh, Damn, was that long ago? Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, the thing that happened was 
I was very lucky, and I still thank God for that, that the roof came off. But the one section that still had part of the roof was my room where the Billy shelves were with the collection. <laughs> so it was only getting like minimal. Uh, it was still raining pretty hard, so it was going to get wet. But I was able to go in fast and take everything off to a safe place. And so the only books that were damaged out of out of 100 percent, one percent. And it was like a couple of random hardcovers. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, well, what are you going to do? Whatever. At least it's not 100% of the collection. Right. Or even like, not even 100%, but I mean, you lose like 50% of your collection, 40, 30%. That's rough. Like, I think that's like some of the, the situation where Jess was. He lost a lot of stuff because it must have oh, went up yeah. like, yeah. you know, it went up like, uh, I think he said like knee deep water. So yeah, that's going to, that goes up about, you know, two shelves or well, even I, more I depending on how many shelves you had. But yeah. Yeah, I do know about water damage. I lost uh, most of my retro video games because they were in oh. a. I stored them in an ottoman, and mm. the ottoman was submerged almost uh, completely underwater. So the water uh, seeped in or whatever, and uh, all the manuals and the cases are all waterlogged. Yeah. I still have the games. For yeah, the cartridges aren't going to have much water damage, right? Cartridges. Yeah, uh, but CDs. like for example, the the GameCube games, they're all trashed. I just to keep them because they're like uh, nostalgic and part of my childhood or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to play them again because they, they don't work. Uh, so that Wait, was rough. the GameCube I, games don't work because they got wet. They're just discs. Let me. I'll, I'll look for a. Okay, disc I'm just. I'm not. I'm not doubting you, but I'm just like. Yeah. I'm just curious because they're discs. Like. Oh no no they were pretty trashed. Hold on, let oh. me. Uh, I didn't me... know water could damage discs. Okay. Speaking of. Uh, amazing uh, nostalgia. Let me remind you guys that our sponsor is InStockTrades.com, your home for all things collected editions. All the books that we're going to talk about tonight, you can find them at IST, your home for uh, collected editions, whether it be omnibus, trade paperbacks, hardcovers, manga, and so much more, up to 50% off. Loyalty discounts tack on an extra 2% of that. And if you order on a, well, if you order on a week-by-week -week basis, that loyalty discount gives you 2% extra. Uh, fantastic customer service, wonderful packaging. That's InStockTrades.com. And last Monday, we didn't have the 50% off books, but we might as well highlight them re uh, real quick here. Adventure Man, Batman Shadow War, the Daredevil book, Task Force Z, the Extreme X-Men Omnibus, all that fun stuff. Great deals. You can see it right here, 50% off, 46% off, all that fun stuff. So I'll tell you right now, out, uh, that Extreme X-Men will get thrown into the off the boat. 100%. Oh no! <laughs> Same with the uh, Avengers versus X Men. That's the first one going <laughs> off, dude. I'm gonna throw that out and then save it and then throw it out again. Uh, I do like the cover though for the uh, the variant with Kevin yeah, Malcolm. that one's dope. That's a really cool. Like uh, I'm guessing it's Jimmy Chung. I love Jimmy Chung, but that's yeah, a slight yeah. homage, I would think, to the Captain America annual cover of Wolverine versus Captain mm. America. You see, Berserk, it's out, forty two percent off. Sweet, uh, dude. That Daredevil. Jadarski stuff. I've never read it, and Same. I want to. I want but to, that yeah. first, that first hardcover is out of print, and people are being silly with the prices. Oh. It, so, so yeah, uh, lots to choose from. Just head on out to InStockTrades.com and order away. Get all your uh, books and stuff. Okay, out. scroll down real quick, Omar. Or sorry, Gio. Um, wrong Hispanic. Um, you're not wrong because my second name is Omar. So. Okay, well then I feel a little bit better about that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this. 
let's go through this list real quick. I just because I see uh, one of your favorites and one of my favorites, uh, American Vampire. Oh, American yeah. Vampire, staying or going? Is that is oh, that, that getting chucked down into the into the the dark sea, or are we taking that with us? I I would keep it because it's it's a solid late Vertigo uh, title, and 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 I like. I like the con- unconventional vampire stories, so I, I I would keep it. I think it's one of Snyder's strongest works. I, I think I, I believe it is too. I'm gonna have to kind of think about that with other things, but oh, dude, oh, I'm not an omnibus person anymore right now. But I really want to go back and reread American Vampire. Like I would love to own that book. Again. I got uh, I bought Volume One when it came out ages ago, mm-hmm. and I've been patiently waiting for them to collect the whole thing. And now uh, last Monday. I showed off volume two, so I can show it off Very again cool. later. So I can bait you on volume two, but I did get it in recently. So Cleveland Brown in the chat, and then for people, if you're watching this on the rewind or on the podcast, I'll read this out aloud. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland Brown, this is funny because uh, he goes, "Oh, I thought you guys were t- going to be talking about the comic book industry is a sinking <laughs> ship. Big difference in topic, which is funny." And I, I highlighted that because that's the same thing. Omar, I said, I said Omar again. That geo thought when i brought yes. this up in the chat this morning i didn't know what what, what we were going to talk about because i know uh a couple companies are having a, a tough time right now i'm like are we going to talk about that or uh, no no it's this oh okay cool got it either yeah, way I think this is a little bit more fun and yeah talking about you know certain combo companies possibly going under it's a little too negative but yeah give me one second i'll be right back hold on yeah go for it man go and then uh ripa again uh he was talking about his house print down uh edwin Edwin in the chat, thanks for your chat. But he says, saving my Alan Moore Swamp Thing absolute and my planetary omnibus. Um, you know what? I agree 100% with the planetary, but I don't know about the Swamp Thing absolute because of that recoloring really turned off. I was all about getting that absolute when, they, when those were first announced and first coming out. And then they started posting pictures of the recoloring, and I was like... <laughs> Alan Moore by Swamp Thing. I haven't read the entire thing, but the parts of it I read definitely I would keep that. I would not throw that over overboard. But the absolute version can definitely go overboard. That thing can go away. One hundred percent. That absolute. I just, the recoloring really just bothered me compared to what the originally original coloring looked like. I think it's the original trade paper. Actually, the original hardcovers for Alan Moore Swamp Thing. I think had the original. Not only the original coloring, but I think somebody told me they also had the original like paper stock, which is really cool. Those would be cool to have. So yeah, great story for Swamp Thing, but that absolute um, no no bueno, no bueno on that part whatsoever. Okay, so check this uh, out. Oh, dude, my... dude, what, what? Let me highlight that because that is dope. Here's Let my copy, it and it's super damaged, as you can see. Like with the reflection, you can see the water. Oh yeah, water that's water. all wrinkly now. Yeah. If I open it up, all the instruction booklets are like this. Yeah. All, the pages are stuck. And if I take out the disc. Oh, you're going to blame that on the water? <laughs> uh, the paint is chipping away. That's normal for GameCube discs. But if I flip it. Ah, it got deteriorated, huh? Yeah. So no Ah, that works. sucks. I already tried it. I plugged in my GameCube. It doesn't work. But uh it's a piece of my childhood i'm not gonna yep. throw it away i'm just gonna leave it in a box 
That's good. Yeah. Is that game even that expensive? I have good memories of that game no, too. No, no, I, no, remember, no. I remember a girl came over to this, my house yeah. when I was living with a bunch of dudes. This is like my first house I had. You know, the first time I kind of moved out with a bunch of friends. And a girl came over and brought that over, and we were all playing it. And then she just left it at our house, never asked for it back. So we just kept that thing forever. <laughs> uh, it's still uh, available for like 40 to 50 bucks. And that's a fair price. That's yeah. fair. A lot of the retro gaming stuff blew up hardcore, you know, like everything else did in 2021. But it's been it's been settling settling down a little bit. Right so. now, uh, GameCube is the one that's exploding. That's price. weird because everybody talked bad about it. Was just I remember I think it was just you and me and in the entire gaming community that cared about GameCube games. And now I, it's a yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. I love the GameCube. It's it's one of my favorite consoles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NES and Super Nintendo and all that stuff uh, prices are coming down, like you mentioned. Uh, but GameCube is going up because that's our era. Yeah. Uh, when when we were uh that early two thousands, late nineties stuff, yeah. Yeah. So now our generation is able to go back and get all that stuff. So they're buying up all the GameCube games and the prices are spiking. I also so think people spiking. just miss miss uh misunderstood that cartridge or or that, that game system because there's some great, oh my God, some of the best games or at least best versions of games, yeah. I think, were on the GameCube, such as Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4 yeah. originally yeah. launched on the GameCube, mm-hmm. and that's the best version. I mean, I know the PS2 has a bunch of like extra fun little like guns or skins or Easter, you know, whatever, but yeah, the GameCube yeah. version is like the coolest version. Yeah. They also had the Metal Gear game, uh, the... Metal Gear Solid, Solid uh, Snake. Twin Snakes. Or Twin Snakes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart Double Dash, which a lot of people Dash. still love. Uh, the Metro. I'm surprised they never brought back that mechanic of having like you the and two. another person on the on it and playing together on the same cart. Yeah, that'd be fun. That was that was great, but they don't have I that was the first time I ever went to like a LAN game party. It was at my friend's house. And nice. we all brought our GameCubes and we all had the uh, that network adapter. Yeah. And we all played Double Dash through like a land, like a land party. It was, it was great. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, Ripper says, "I lost my collection. I'd, I'd rebuy. I would rebuy Amazing Spider-Man, Omnibus Volume One, God Country, Green Lantern by Johns. Everything else would be digital. Maybe I should sell the rest now. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's I, I, I've been doing that off and on for a long time, kind of curating this collection and kind of just getting it down to the best of the best, in my opinion, and." A lot of it is selling the omnibuses and buying like the trade paperback versions. Like I did that recently with Green Lantern, Jeff Johns' Green Lantern. I've sold yeah. the omnibuses and the uh, Blackest Night omnibus, and I just went and got the uh, like the uh, the thicker like complete collection style like trade uh-huh. paperbacks, just because it's easier for me to read here and stuff. That's cool. Awesome. All right, so. You want to get into the fun and start throwing some books off the ship? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's right. do it. Let's let's bring purge some books. Purge some books. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Ash Nightable, I respect your you for keeping them for nostalgia. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, dude, I uh, love I love retro gaming. Like, we, me and you were talking about that for a long time. We were getting into that, and I kind of fell out for a minute. But yeah. It All reminds right. me, I need to put out more videos on my channel, my uh, gaming channel. Okay, where do we start? I'm going to start from the top. 
So this is uh, it's called the, the website here. Shout out to them. It's called readthistwice.com. Uh, this is, I think, their list of the best 100, um, 100 comic books. So we're going to go through this list. And again, the chat and we and us here, me and Gio, will probably come up with some more that might not be on this list. Just to kind of chat about it and bring it up and things of the sorts like that. But it was really hard to find uh, a, a fairly well-rounded, like comprehensive list, like a big list. Like it's there was a lot of like top ten, top five, and top you know five or ten books is not going to make us through this show. Like we needed like a big list, and this was a nice yeah. big list, fairly well-rounded. But again, it was hard to find like Marvel and DC and and indies and stuff like that all rolled into one. You could find them separately, of course, but together it was kind of a hard thing to kind of figure out. So, um, shout out to readthistwice.com for uh, for this list here that we're going to use in regards to all of that. Uh, top of the list, uh, the one and only one of the uh, best comic books I think of all time. I'm sure a lot of people do too, but that's why it's yeah. on this list. Mm -hmm. um, again, so Watchmen, Alan Moore, Dave Gibbons, 12-issue series, 1985, 86? I forget when it I, comes out. I think it's 80, 86? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's one of the best years in comic books, I think. Um, for me, I'm 100%. I'm going to put this I'm, – I'm saving this book. I'm going to put a life vest on it. It's going to get its own, like, safety raft, you know, if this is if I was if this is the end of Titanic and I was on the door, I would definitely keep Watchmen on the door. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's it's a it's the perfect deconstruction of everything else that's going to be on this list. Yeah, uh, so I would uh, it needs to be saved. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And in in the chat, of course, always chime in if you agree, if you disagree, let us know. It'll be fun to kind of chat what everybody mm -hmm, else thinks mm -hmm. about. Uh, again. Let's just kind of preface this real quick. This is just our opinions. This is just fun. You know, there's always going to be a situation somebody might not quite agree, but this is fun. This is our opinions. And we're not really literally like throwing books into the water or anything of the sorts like that. So Someone's going to leave an angry comment. Like, right. Like, oh, my God. You guys are just as bad as book burners. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I, I can't believe you guys would just throw these books into the water. Oh, That's disrespectful. You pour root beer on it, you know? <laughs> Uh, so book so yeah, so Watchmen is the first list or first book on the list, and that's going to be the first one that Gio and I are both agreeing that we are going to save. Yeah. Uh, so coming up next, uh, March, uh, book one. This is John Lewis. This is a book detailing uh, John Lewis's kind of lifelong uh, uh, friendship and companionship um, with Martin Luther King and through the Deep South during the uh, Jim Crow like segregation time frame. Um, I haven't read this book. Um, I know about it. I know the significance behind it. I yeah, I, I like the cover art and all the art I've ever seen in it. But since it's a book I've never read, I have no attachment to it. It's going into the water. If we're sinking ships and we need to save things and we need to kind of save some weight, uh, no disrespect, but uh, that's I'm not keeping this with me. Yeah, and you can find out that stuff like real, like reading the real thing on like history books and all that stuff. Ash Knight, Ash Knight Table knows what's up. He's going to save Watchmen also. Thank you. If you're not going to save Watchmen, I think I'm going to have to just ban you from from watching our show, <laughs> or at least a timeout for like five yeah. minutes. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, you can kind of see it in the uh, the screen here, but it looks like our next one up is going to be Sandman. 
Sandman, mm. Neil Gaiman, uh, Netflix series just accidentally, maybe, I think, got announced for a second that was season funny. through Netflix. Yeah. There was an accident, and I think it got tweeted and then taken down like immediately, but not too fast for the internet to screenshot it. So Yeah. DC kind of uh, messed up there. I don't know if it was DC. I guess it's Netflix, right? They're the ones that announced it on accident. Oh, uh, and Netflix, I think they already announced it, but DC jumped the, jumped the gun and tweeted about it before the official one. Oh, okay. Netflix. They went out and was like, it's going to be based on this novel and this one. And it's going to yeah, be based on so this one. They had to take down the, the tweet, but it's out now. <laughs> Everybody knows about it. All right. Uh, so, Gio, what are you doing with this book? Uh, granted, I've never finished Sandman, I've only read half of it. Uh, the half that I have read is phenomenal <laughs> and it, it, it won awards for a reason. It's, it's, it's a great, it's one of the emblematic vertigo titles. Mm-hmm. You got to save it. I agree. It's, especially with it, volume one. Yeah. If you're doing a, a, a class on graphic novels and comic books, that has to be on there. So yeah. Salmon was that, that book that like, it was like, <laughs> For me, I remember it was like the first like pretentious book where it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was always like very hoity-toity people who were like, I I don't read comic books. I read graphic novels, and Sandman is just a graphic novel. <laughs> it was it was like one of the first books too that was like put into like literary classes. I remember, um, like college, a lot of college courses uh, put these on like their syllabus and like their 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 book list and things of the sorts like that. So it's held in high regard in that in that. But I always find it funny that it's always like this kind of segment of people at first, and it was first kind of coming around and becoming big, especially when trades first came out. Yeah, that was very just like I'm. I read graphic novels, <laughs> and this is on my syllabus for my uh, my class that I teach at the Y. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I think uh, so. Again, uh, Sandman Volume One being saved—that's that staying on the boat with Jill and myself. Yeah. So, uh, next one up here is this might be a tough one. Let's see what happens here. So we're talking about this is this is a fairly new book too. This came out within the last three years, two years, something like that. Yeah, I think it was. Well, according to the thing on here, it's uh, December eleventh, two thousand nineteen. So, wow. Uh, this is House of X, Powers of Ten, Jonathan Hickman, um, Pepe Larraz. I can't think of the other person that did the arts on it. Um, but I'm going to throw it out one, right right now. I'm going to say it. I'm keeping this book. This is the last. I, I'm a huge X-Men fan. Loved X-Men, uh, especially through the 90s. Uh, and then, like, of course, of most things and a lot of things, it kind of wavers. You know, we were talking about like a franchise as, as big as the X Men, but this this period of X Men, I remember because I was working at Torpedo at the time, was one of the last times that it was everybody coming into the comic book store talking about it. Lately, it's been people who usually talk about, oh, did you? I like this cover. It's all about the cover variants, 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 covers, covers, covers. But this is like one of the first times where it was actually. This happened. This happened. I need to talk about X Men. I got to get X Men back. X Men. X Men. X Men. X Men. It really brought X Men back to like the spotlight and the forefront of things. And I, I say it every time. I'm always going to say it when I talk about this book. Jonathan Hickman made Moira Metagart awesome, and that says a lot to make somebody like Moira Metagart relevant, awesome, and yeah. like a major player. So House of X Powers of Ten is sticking for me. I'm keeping that book. 
I have little attachment to the X-Men, but I do recognize how successful of a relaunch that book is for a lot of people. Uh, I think it was a good way to relaunch the X-Men to make it accessible. I think from what I've seen, I'm not an avid reader, but uh, it got a little bit too convoluted for its own good Mm -hmm. nowadays. But once that book came out, everybody was on it. I remember the Facebook groups and, and on the all the online chat and all that stuff. Everybody was just going deep on uh, House of X and Powers of Ten or yeah. whatever. No, that's right. And I, it's this is an important book. I think for the X Men, I think this is a was a good turning point. Like this is a good, this is an, like a new starting point. I think for X Men, like for new readers and stuff like that, is hey, you know, yeah. you got to start with House of X, Powers of Ten, and go forward. This is one of those kind of errors where this is like that stepping stone to kind of get into the series for like new readers or lapsed readers or things of the sort like that. But Gio, you're right. I agree with you. Past this part, past this point, it started to get a little heavy and I I fell off track myself just because it's there just for me, it was like, Oh well, here's like five X Men books. Now here's twenty five <laughs> X Men books. Now here's a big, like, like thirty page or thirty issue yeah. crossover and it just got much, right? A little much for me, a little complicated, too much to to kind of absorb all of it. Um, but this is a, a great, great period right here that really restructured, reorganized. It's Hickman. You know, and he, he's doing his Hickman thing like he did with Avengers, like he yeah. did with Fantastic Four. Restructured, reimagined, and is just the current era of x-men was created from here so i think that's important to, to, to save yeah warren's not a fan oh yeah no. warren's <laughs> warren's been yeah. i think even before he brought the screen up he automatically was like house of x powers of x he's got to go <laughs> <laughs> he's all about like getting rid of that book and I, I can understand that you know it's and that's what's fun about this is this is a discussion everybody's gonna not everybody's gonna agree and everybody's gonna have their points and stuff like oh, that yeah. so also um, we got a super chat real quick what? from our buddy uh hayden thank you so much Hope you're both doing well. Thank you. Thank you. No, well, thank you, Hayden. Uh, I love his little avatar with the uh, the the jack o' lantern shirt. That's pretty cool. Hayden, you are getting the ass dance tonight. Let me get what? that uh, ass dance for the super chat. Thank Uh-oh. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. That I made awesome. a point. I'm not doing the fry girl. I retired from that. Are we retired, fry girl? Yeah, me personally, I'm not going to use it. <laughs> so I switched to something a little bit more safer for work, and I picked uh, Shinchan, the anime character. Oh, and awesome. his famous ass dance. <laughs> uh, but thank you. Thank you so much, Hayden, for the super yeah, chat. Dude, that's, really that's, that's very appreciated. Thank you for the support for the channel. Um, all right. So coming up next, uh, Saga Volume 1. Mm. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn, Fiona Staples. This is Volume 1. So, you know, mm. the series isn't done yet. So, you know, it, it's going to be hard to make a decision based on the series as a whole. But Volume 1... I got to kind of think about this for a second. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm going to do a hot take here. I would I would chug it in the water. You're going to chuck it in the water? I'm not saying it's a bad book. I'm no. saying compared to everything else in the grand scheme of things, losing Saga, not, not kind of a big deal. You know what? I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you on this one too, Gio, because as much as Saga, how great Saga is, um, I don't think it's my favorite Brian K. Vaughn work. It's it's a fun read, but it's not yeah. something like 
monumental. I, I don't know. It did get super popular because yeah. I know a lot of anime and manga fans, they're not into uh, Western comics, but they'll read Saga. Yeah, I mean, it's we're, we're talking about like, what are we going to save? You know, things of that sort. We got to kind of keep it somewhat limited into the best of the best. And yeah. I, I, this is a great series. I've been reading it in single issues since day one. Like I, I was working at a different comic book store at the time. So I racked this book when it came out. I, I put it on the stands and I hand sold it to people and stuff like that. So I do love the book. Um, but I think it, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta kind of throw, you gotta kind of kill your baby sometimes. Right. Is that the term? Kill your babies. Um, <laughs> that, that's a little dark. But yeah. say, I'm throwing a baby out with the bathwater and this is going into the ocean. <laughs> Uh, I, I just don't think this is this isn't my favorite Brian K. Vaughn work. That's going to be uh, Why the Last Man. So I think this is yeah. this is going to have to you know this is going to be swimming with the fishes, it's like literally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Ash Knight Table or is, is Ash Knight Able Knight Table? Uh, I'm not. I'm Ash not sure. Knight Knightable Knightable. I don't know. Ash K. Knight Able. Either way. Um, you know, we're, we're going to check it in the water, but I think it's worth a read. It's 100% worth a read. Yeah, definitely. I'll uh, probably to bag that man. Ugh. Animals getting animal books like that. And like we three is really rough for me. <laughs> Nothing bad against it. It just, it just yeah. pulls up my heartstrings like yep. really bad. Almost like right now with me reading Pluto geo, like pulling up my heartstrings and making me have feelings for freaking robots. Awesome. <laughs> that's awesome are you nearly done with that i am starting uh volume seven. Ooh, you're getting to the good so volume stuff. six was like a big reveal and i kind of like not an end yeah. to the story but into what what i was currently involved with with certain characters and stuff like yeah. that and it kind of switches over but man why are you gonna make me care about robots <laughs> that finale for that series is phenomenal i can't wait for you to read it <sighs> Okay, so Going next on the to, screen, yeah. yeah, next on the screen, we could see it here. Uh, Scott Pilgrim Volume One. It's a pinnacle book. Mm. It is especially for like oh, wow. manga fans. I think it really kind of kind of the gap. Yeah, it, thank you, one hundred percent. It really kind of uh, kind of skirted that line and bridged American comics and manga comics. It, it's not manga in the terms of it being read uh, right to left and things of that sort. But yeah. it does have manga sensibilities. Brian Lee O'Malley is just, oh, God, he's really a fantastic uh, creator. And this is just one of those books that it, it bridged the gap. Uh, it's, it's, it was black and white in, like, little, like, Tokoban, like, graphic novel size mm -hmm. books at first and stuff like that. Yeah. They, they've, this thing has been reprinted a billion different times in a billion different versions and stuff like that. There was a movie that was really cool and fun and stuff like that. I'm chucking it. Now, I'm not keeping this on the boat. This has got to go. Like this is the 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 ship is sinking. We got to make space. Uh, I'm gonna is, this use this go. to paddle myself with uh, myself out of the sinking ship and just leave it in the water. Okay. I, I like South Pilgrim, but not that much. I say that, and yet I own the video game, which is whatever. But but yeah, not not like this isn't a book I'm gonna save. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, there's more on this list that needs to probably be saved, I think. And yeah, I, I, yeah this is going to be one that just, you know, it's there. It's 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 important and it's really fun and and great and all, but I I don't need to save it, you know. Um, let's see here. We got a 
Outlaw Southpaw with a with the chat. Shout to Doctor Strange and the Oath by Brian K. Vaughn. It's another good Brian K. Vaughn book. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Atit is correcting me. Kill your darlings. That's 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 the the turn of phrase that I, I goofed up on. Not kill your babies. Kill your darlings. Kill your darlings. Yeah. Uh, and man, oh, Gabe, you need to read the Astro Boy associated with Pluto. Only one person I know ever did that. It would be great if you did that. I read almost all of Astro Boy. I don't know anything about Astro Boy other than like the cartoon. Um, I can I can find you that stuff and yeah, send let it me know what's it. up because yeah, because I, I know there's for some reason I know that there is a connection to Astro Boy and Pluto, but so far it's not obvious to me. I, mean, I might have missed something in the in the details of things that I don't know about or I'm ignorant on. It, it's so, basically that uh, Urusawa took a very famous plot from Astro Boy, uh, the manga and show. And you get a lot, a, a bit more out of the experience when you go and watch or read the original stuff. Uh, oh, okay. Pluto and Astro Boy and all that. Yeah, because I heard so much about Astro Boy, Astro Boy, Astro, Astro Boy. So I was reading, I go, is, is, is Adam Astro Boy? Is that what this yeah. is supposed to be? And then yeah. it's like, you know, it's not, but maybe it's like a it, uh, yeah, a, a, a mirroring of or, or, or he's something. a realistic quote unquote uh, interpretation of uh, Astro Boy or Mighty Adam. Okay, very cool. All right, so let's see what's next on this list. I'm not sure it's not on the screen. Uh, after Scott Pilgrim, oh, we got Miss Marvel. Uh, this is the Kamala Khan from G. Willow Wilson, G. Willow Wilson, Volume One. Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. Netflix, or sorry, not Netflix series, uh, Disney Plus series Disney that Plus. recently came out that I had a great time with. It was really fun. Um, this is Miss Marvel that came out from the Infinite Infinite Infinity storyline with the Terrigen Mist Bomb that mm -hmm. Black Bolt dropped on the city. Um, I don't care. I'm, I'll, I'll get rid of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this off the ship immediately. I I would I would save it. You would because, save it? This is our first disagreement, everybody. We're going to fight. We're <laughs> fighting over this Marvel. Because to me, that book represents like a new era to have new heroes for a wider demographic, not just the same type of comic book reader. Mm -hmm. And for young kids um, to fall in love with comics and read about younger heroes. And I think that's uh, super important. Uh, still relevant, will always be relevant. And we want more people to uh, to read that stuff. And that first volume of Miss Marvel is a ton of fun. Plus, she's an Inhuman. I gotta represent. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta say. I was gonna say because this is one of those books that really brought the Inhumans kind of back into the forefront a little bit for Marvel at the time. Because yeah. this is when, like, I guess the rumors and the speculation and like kind of the consensus that people had was that the that Marvel was going to be getting rid of the X Men and kind of replacing them with the Inhumans. And they started having like those Inhumans versus X or Inhumans versus Avengers, and you know a lot of it was more focused on Inhumans as opposed to the X Men. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is going in. This is going into water. Not this is going to go into water, and it's going to be tied to the um, Extreme X Men Omnibus. I'm going to tie them together, and it's going to weigh <laughs> it down, so it, it just sinks a little bit faster. Uh, it is a fun book. I loved it. I really, they really missed out, and I'm sure it's because of rights or you know timing or whatever. But just. I want to see Miss Marvel in the MCU hang out with Lockjaw. Oh, I can't wait. That, that stuff is so that was so cool in this book. And I mean, this is this is like maybe the first book, at least the most 
spotlighted book, I'm going to say, of a uh, Muslim character written by a Muslim writer. And it has that really significant stuff to it. And it's all great. And it wasn't really like, it was just a really fun representation to have that kind of culture. I like it when they show different cultures in comics and on TV and things of the sorts like that. Yeah. Um, so it's great in those regards to things, but I'm not keeping it around. I think I've sold the omnibus <laughs> even, so it's kind of proved my fact. Uh, I never got the Omni. I still, I only have the series in oversized hardcover. Okay, so next up, um, a book that's recently been in the news with some controversy of things, and that is Mouse by Art just, Spiegelman. Just for that alone, I'm I'm saving it. Yeah. Not, it's a fantastic, like one of the best graphic novels of all time. I'm not questioning that i'm just saying because of the controversy hell yeah let's keep this book alive yes yeah, so people hate it already for whatever reason they ban it from libraries and schools or or, or, or whatever but again for people who might not know um this is a um anthropom anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic version yeah of the holocaust involving where uh, uh jewish people are represented by mice and the Nazis were represented by cats. Yeah. So it's a it's a lot of it's very it's very important in that regard of things. Yeah, it's and a heavy art, read. It's a, a heavy read. Book. It's I, I, I don't know if, if replacement of, of mice and rats like look like lightens lightens it at all, but it's very heavy in, in terms of just that historical yeah. event being told in that manner of things. Yeah, and it's the author recounting the events of his uh, was it father or grandfather telling him uh, his story as a Holocaust survivor and all that stuff? All right. Next up on the list, uh, my favorite thing is Monsters. Um, this is a fairly new book, too. I've never read it. Uh, I think I know Jess is big on it. I, I, I'm, 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 I might be speaking out of turn, but yeah. I think you're a big fan of it, too, Gio. No, I will say this. Uh, Omnidog, shout out to Jess Bragg. He baited me to buy <laughs> this book. I did, and that was 2019, 2019, or no, 2018, I think. And to this day, I still own it, and I have yet to read it. And it's in my indie section of my KLAX. But uh, he swears it is amazing, and a lot of people have said that as well. And I believe everybody. I just haven't had the time to pick the book up and read it. It looks cool, but yeah, just one of those books that I just have owned forever yeah and haven't it, read i've i've never read it i've never owned it i've i picked it up and flipped through it at the store a few times i'm i'm chucking it this is this is 100 going off the boat even though i own it yeah just toss it yeah yeah get that out Sorry. Of for me. <laughs> um here's a completely new one for me uh mm, Nimona? I have no what that is Nimona? never um heard of it. This is uh, the art on the cover is kind of cool. It reminds me kind of yeah. of um, uh, was that Girl Scout book? Um, uh, Lumberjanes. Lumberjanes. Thank you, one hundred percent. Nimona from Noel Stevenson. This came out two thousand fifteen. Um, the graphic novel debut from Rising Star uh, Noel Stevenson, based on her beloved and critically acclaimed web comic. Which oh, yeah. dang it, I hit freaking space point and went down. Um, can you zoom in a little bit on the on the page so we can see the, the cover? Oh, you're there. We are perfect, beautiful. 
I like the art style. So, uh, which cool. slates, which slates awards its cartoonist studio prize, calling it a deadpan epic, uh, nemesis, dragons, science, symbolism, all these and more awaiting in this brilliantly subverse, sharply irrelevant epic from Noel Stevenson. Um, sounds, sounds all right. Don't care. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to set this up and I'm going to punt it into the water. I have no problems getting rid of this book. Never heard of it. Never read it. Same. Why the Ooh. Last Man? I just mentioned this earlier. Uh, Why the Last Man, Volume One. Uh, this also recently got a Netflix series that didn't quite do very well and didn't quite uh, make it past its first season, unfortunately. Yeah, that was on. It wasn't Netflix. It was no. Uh, it was a uh, FX. FX. Yeah. FX. Um, I'm 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 saving this f- with, with with my life. I 100 percent. It's, it's my favorite. Book. It's my favorite. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn story i loved it and it was such an engrossing read <laughs> i remember when i first was reading this in singles i didn't like it i was like oh not even like returned the books like i had like the first three or four issues like the singles and I, was like, I don't like this i just traded it back in for something else and i kind of wish i would have kept them yeah. uh it's just one of those books especially in this era for some reason um especially with vertical books where it feels like they really it always took the first six issues to kind of get com- comfortable. Like the first volume was always something to just kind of get comfortable with the world and the idea of things that are going on. And it's always yeah. that second volume that really kind of just uh, ups the ante and really like grabs me. Like it was the same way with Fables. It was the same way with Invincible, Walking Dead. A lot of things really just took me to the second volume to really kind of fall in love with it. Same thing with Why the Last Man. But this is my favorite Brian K. Vaughn book. Mm-hmm. I one hundred percent, like I said, I would, I would, I would save this with my life. Yeah, and a great study on like uh, gender roles and oh, yeah. the whole dynamic of men and women and all that stuff. Uh, politics and how you know yeah. what, like you know, ninety five percent of at least at this time, it felt like we're in this world. Ninety five percent of the politicians were men, so when they all died. Uh, Yorick's mom becomes the president, and she was just like a kind of smaller, uh, like a secretary of some department or something, of like environmental affairs or, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Like it was really something kind of minor, you know, in in in, in, the, in the bigger scheme of things, right? Yeah. And then she becomes president, like literally, like overnight, kind of thing, right? Just by the chain of command, you know. I will say uh, the show may not have been the best adaptation, but the pilot was solid oh, and i would recommend people check out the pilot because it was really well done dude i remember lou and i and i don't remember if it was you in in, in our omni bros chat I man when that first episode came out that pilot or whatever i fell in love i was like this is great yeah. this guy that plays yorick is awesome he's charming he's a nitwit but he you know like he's he's just he a cares. magician like he's kind of a he's kind of like you know just kind of you know your early 20s or you're kind of just you know flying through the world on your own trying to find yourself and you know you don't really you know, care much about a job and things like that. And he mm-hmm. was great and very, you know, charming. And I really kind of enjoyed it. And then just as the series got along and the kind of like the different adaptation that they, they, they provided for this just didn't work for me. And then yeah. unfortunately it got canceled. Uh, next up is something called Funhouse, um, a family tragic comic. Um, yeah, dump it. Yeah. I have no idea, <laughs> I have no what, idea what that is. is. <laughs> And this is this is a, there's a few things like this on here that just I've never heard of because this is just one of those those lists of things. Um, never heard of it. Um, nothing nothing against it, but yeah, it's going to go in the water. Ooh, giant, giant days. days. 
Okay. I love that series. Okay, talk to us okay. about Giant Days, Gio. Uh, it's four college girls going to uh, university for the first time, and they're all they're all like super quirky and different. Uh, you have uh, one girl who's a goth. The other one's kind of a, from what I remember, uh, super go lucky hippie type girl. Uh, the other one is, um, was it four girls or three girls? I, I know one of them was like uh, super sassy and, and, and um, in a relationship with one of the main guys in the book. And it's it's a slice of life series of them in college. I think it's in the UK. Uh, and um, great art, uh, witty, funny, uh, and it's it's a it's a wholesome read. And if you've gone through college, obviously you're going to get more out of it because you see so, what they get into the all the hijinks that they get into. Mm -hmm. uh, you you've gone through that. You've been through that, and you realize, oh, uh, I remember something like that happening back in the day. So I really got a kick out of that. And uh, I, I don't think I finished reading it, but I have a good chunk of it that I dug it. However, similar to Scott Pilgrim, I'm okay tossing it. I don't need it to say I've, I've, no, I've I have no experience with this book other than I think I've heard like uh, the uh, fangirls talk about it, I think maybe. And yeah. I know it's getting a, 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 a Kickstarter. Kickstarter thing from Boom. Yeah, like a big old like omnibus or like collected edition thing yeah. or some big fancy like edition of this, which which sounds cool. I don't know anything about this book, so yeah, I don't have a problem seeing that sink in the it's, water. It's a it's funny and charming. Uh, not gonna uh, wow you or anything, but it's 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 pretty cute. So in the chat, we got Rick Roy saying Allison uh, Bichel, uh That was the one that did Funhouse. Uh, is the one who wrote the Bichelda uh, effect is named for it. I'm surprised you guys haven't heard of Funhouse. Nope. Yeah. Sorry. Never heard of I it. I will check it out later, though. Uh, Rick, if you want, just send us a, a chat, of, like a, a breakdown of it. Like, you know, why should we read it? If it's, if, you know, what do you think of it? You know, should we mm -hmm. read it? Yeah. Uh, man 40 read the first eight issues of Why the Last Man. Pretty oh, good to me. Keep going. Uh, yeah, that, it gets really crazy down the road, dude. Um, and then uh, Roy, uh, Gerard, speaking of canceled, uh, Stargirl is getting canceled after season three. Saw that. It yeah. sucks. I really like the first two seasons. They're fun. Uh, Sex Criminals, volume one. Matt Fraction is it, and Chip Zdarsky. Chip, before he got like super famous. Um, yeah, he was kind of like that. He was just like, oh, he was that. He's that guy that read books with matt fraction like he was kind of like matt fractions plus one yeah the the quirky comic book artist on sex criminals yeah uh sex criminals i never finished it but i did read uh like half and really enjoyed it uh but it's not super important to me at all yeah i've never read it i've heard of it where it's like you know they this couple has sex and it freezes time when they climax or whatever and then in that yeah. that time freeze they go rob banks and stuff like that yeah and then there's like a time police and a bunch of crazy stuff happens yeah i've never read it so yeah i'll get rid of it that's i'm gonna chuck that into the uh bermuda triangle <laughs> now so we've been talking about a lot of books recently that we're that we're, we're chucking but i think this one here this is batman the long halloween Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale, rest in peace, Tim Sale. Mm -hmm. um, 
I think this is an essential Batman read. Like this is the book that the only book really that kind of uh, follows up Frank Miller's year one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, before that, before this, they never really touched, you know, year one, the things that Frank Miller kind of created and, and, and changed and, and, and provided in, in the incredible year one never was really touched on before until Jeff Loeb came around um, with this. Um, it's a 12 issue series. Each issue is based around a holiday and a crime that happens around that holiday and how the crimes were all kind of connected and things like that. A lot of this stuff is used for bits and pieces are pulled and used for movies and you know comic books other comic books video games uh i'm, I'm saving this i'm saving this with my life this is this would probably be one of the first ones that i would i would save on yeah. the boat if, if you're doing a starting guide for batman uh you always recommend year one uh long halloween and dark night returns those yep. are three emblematic batman stories so wait cool yep got it yep even south paul Outlaw Southpaw. Yep, got to keep the long Halloween. You know what's up. Yep. You know what's up. Uh, Rick Roy is giving us a, a synopsis here. Let's see. So Funhouse does get put on the curriculum of college courses for graphic oh. novels and literature. It won an Eisner, but it's a graphic memoir. Uh, so it doesn't have a wide appeal as most comics on its list. Okay. Mm. I, um, yeah, I, I, Rodimus I, Prime Rib uh, talking about uh, long Halloween. Long yeah. Halloween made year two look awful as awful can be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Fun Home, yeah, I'll, I'll eventually check it out, Rick Ray. Uh, sound, sounds interesting. I just haven't read it. And in the yeah. grand scheme of things, I'm like, I'm not going to keep that if I've never read it and it's a memoir and all that. I'm like, mm. But yeah. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure there's an audience out there. Obviously, there's an obvious audience out there for it. I just don't know if I'm a part of that audience. Yeah. Uh, next up here, uh, Day Tripper by the Bob uh, Brothers, Gabriel Bob and Fabio Moon. Man, this book, if you haven't read this, this is a, it's a heavy read. It's a heavy read. It's, I don't know if I'm smart enough to understand it. Um, but it, it, from, from my take on it, every issue is, is kind of like a standalone issue about death. Um, and not much of it really kind of connects like overall, like as an overall story, but man, there is some really existential stuff in here about dealing with death and obituaries. Uh, it, it's a, it's a heavy book. I love it. I love the art. I'm going to get rid of it though. I, I don't think it's, I have the, the absolute for it and I love it. Yeah. I don't think I need to to risk my life saving it. I I will keep it because it's it's one of those books that really pulls at your heartstrings and makes you contemplate and meditate on on life. And no matter where you are in uh, different points in in your life, you're going to take something different out of it. As a mm -hmm. teenager, young adult, maybe as a married man or a or a widow. Uh, um, uh, a parent yeah yeah, or a parent or uh, or a grandparent at different stages of your life you can read this book and i think you can get something completely different out of it when i first read it i was a lot younger and i really enjoyed it it, it definitely teared me up and i'm pretty sure uh with uh more years under my belt i would get more uh fulfillment out of it on an emotional level and i think it's something that a lot of people should experience and read yeah, I, I personally would keep it. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good. I might have to revisit it because this stuff is maybe making me like, oh, I haven't read this in a while. But 
I think it's like if you've ever had to deal with death in your life, like a family or a friend or somebody close or a loved one, I think this is one of those kind of books that's going to hit you harder too. Yeah. Okay. So let's kind of get the ball rolling here. Uh, Batman the Black Mirror by Scott Snyder and Jock. Uh, And Francisco Francovilla, I think, did some backups and stuff in it too. I'm keeping it. I don't know about you, Gio, but I think this is just one of those books. This is uh, not even Bruce Wayne Batman. This is uh, 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 Grayson. This is Grayson as Batman. And I think it's one of the best Batman stories that we've gotten in the last 20 years. Uh, I'm definitely keeping it. it. Yeah, keep it. Yeah, keeping it. Um, So a young Scott Snyder. This is like one of his like first works, like first major Mm -hmm. works. And then this is the the gig that got him like new 52 Batman. Yeah. (laughs) Black Mirror. And then he was also working on American Vampire around that same time. Yeah. 2011, 2012. Uh, Kingdom Come, uh, Mark Wade and Alex Ross. I think you have to keep it. To me, that's one of the best DC stories. I agree. Got to keep it. Um, it's just fun to see these kind of alternate takes on these characters and some of these really cool alt, um, alt designs that Alex Ross created. Mm-hmm. Like that Green Lantern is not how Jordan Green Lantern. I'm not going to give any spoilers besides that, but it's a totally different Green Lantern, but it's such a cool looking design with the armor. Um, that um, the Kingdom Come Superman with the black S or the red S on, on the top of like the black shield is such an iconic like Batman mm-hmm. or uh, Superman figure. So cool. Yeah, Great stuff in here, especially with the battles with uh, Superman and Shazam at the end. Uh, this is just one of those books that just it, it it just shows what happens when you let these creators just kind of do what they want, you know. And you could do that in these kind of like else world like takes on things. Yeah. Um, Smile, heard of it, never read it. I'm throwing it in the water. Same, same. I know it's an Eisner winner or whatever, and it's super popular, uh, but I've never read it. But I'm sure it's great. Yeah. Uh, Mister Miracle. Mr. This yeah. is the Tom King and uh, Mitch Garrett's. Uh, I love Mr. Miracle, but uh, you can I, I can toss it. Oh, I'm I keeping this book. I love this book from beginning to end. All of it. The art, the 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 shocking, like I think it was the conclusion of issue one. Or no, I think it was the beginning of issue one. Um and just the whole kind of weird situation with Scott Free and Big Barda and their relationship with Darkseid and just their relationship with one another and their relationship with death. I love it. I'm gonna keep it. From Hell, Alan Moore. This is, I think, this is the second Alan Moore book we have had on here. Um, I, 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 I've, I've owned this and I've tried to read it and I just couldn't break through it. I just couldn't. I, it, it was yeah. impenetrable for me. I, I don't know if it was like the, the, the art style is very the art. The, what, if you can see it here on the screen, everybody, this is what the art style looks like inside the book. It's very, uh, very scratchy, and it just, just wasn't, wasn't working for me. Same. Uh, plus, um, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not a fan of like true crime stuff or like slashers and that type of area. I know this is based off uh, what was the famous killer? Um, Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper and all that. I'm, I'm not a big fan of it, all that stuff. So I'm, I'm okay not having it. I enjoyed the movie. Oh, right. There was a movie about that. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Depp and uh, Johnny Depp. Heather. Graham? Heather Graham. No. There you go. Heather Graham. Yeah. I think it was Heather Graham. Yeah. Okay. So Black Hammer Volume 1 up next from Jeff Ooh. Lemire. I've 
I've never read this book. I want to because you guys and I've never heard a negative thing about this book or this like world. So it's a fantastic world. Yeah. I do want to read it, but if I was on the sinking ship with it, I would chuck it off just because I have no attachment to it and I have no, you know, no Ooh. forward notion of it or any experience with it. I don't have any nostalgia over it because it's a brand new thing. I mean, look at that, 2017. Yeah. Uh, but I I love Black Hammer, but it's not something super important to me that I can I can part ways with it, even though it's fantastic and Jeff Lemire can do no wrong. Uh, let's see, we got some things in the chat here. Uh, yeah. Well, Warren, <laughs> nothing against Warren. I, I like I like that he's completely different than most of what we're saying here, and that's great. And I really I I, I love to have that conjecture of things. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's dropping black. He's dropping Black Mirror. Drop it. Uh, he's going to save Kingdom Come. Okay. Good. Um, Outlaw Southpaw, keep Kingdom, uh, keep Kingdom Come just for the art. The story is a plus. Uh, James Abel's asking if that if smiles based on the movie Smile. Is that the new one, the horror movie? That a horror out? movie that had like that weird, um, like the lady. Yeah, I, I just know like the the kind of viral campaign they try to do. Like there was like a bunch of people like at baseball games and stuff like that in the background, yeah. just standing and smiling, like really super creepy. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Warren again also says that the only Tom King book he liked was Vision. Everything else he's hated. He's having different experiences with us in these books on these books. So. Uh, Outlaw Southpaw is on our side. Tom King kick, uh, kills it with these short stories. Mr. Miracle and Division are some of my favorites. Yeah, he works best in uh, limited issue numbers. Six, 12 issues, stuff like that. Yeah, especially when it's a character that like there's no attachment to, like Mr. Miracle, Vision, Mr. Miracle, Vision Adam, Adam Strange. Strange. Yeah, there you go, Jinx. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so let's see here. Uh, let's keep the list going. This is fun. I hope everybody's having a good time. Uh, everybody, give us a thumbs up. Um, throw throw some uh, of your favorite books in the chat, and we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll either save it or chuck it. <laughs> um, so for me, I'm just going to jump into this real quick. I'm chucking this. I have no 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 matter. I have Ooh. no skin in the game for this. This is Exit Stage Left. This is the Snagglepuss Chronicles Damn. by Scott or not Scott Snyder again. Mark uh, this Russell. Is Mark Russell. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it. You're gonna keep uh, it. I love the Mark Russell, uh, Anna Barbera stuff. Exit stage left, fantastic reinterpretation of a of a odd character from Hanna Barbera. It's not the one that people gravitate towards, but the fact that they made him, uh, a, a, like it says there, a gay Southern playwright in I think it was the late early fifties in America. It's such a great commentary on American history. Oh yeah, I've never read any of the Hanna Barbera stuff. I think besides you read Scooby Apocalypse. Love right? Scooby Apocalypse okay. and the uh, what was the anthology one that had like uh, 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 it had like uh, Space Ghost and it had Birdman. Um, I think it was called like the DC Hanna Barbera anthology or something. Something like that. It was called like it was like yeah, it was something like that. But yeah, I enjoyed those. I didn't read any. I didn't read this. I didn't read Flintstones. I would recommend the Mark Russell books, uh, Flintstones, Exit Stage Left, fantastic stuff. Um, another book here, never heard of. Uh, this is Ezra Clayton Daniels. Soul, I've heard or great Soul. things about it. I've heard wonderful things about it. I yeah. want to read it, and I even downloaded. They they did like a 
interactive motion comic. It was free. I, I don't know if it's still available to download on your phone. Um, and I saw a little bit of the app, and I've read fantastic things. However, I, I still haven't read it, so I, I can't give any feedback on it, if I would grab it or not, or toss it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think this is the first time I've ever seen or heard of this book, so it's it's yeah. getting neglected. <laughs> you know, I'm going to neglect <laughs> it, I'm just going to let it drown itself, you know, like... Um, next up, uh, the Savage Shores trade paperback by Ram V. I love that series, phenomenal. It got super hyped when it came out. I made a review on it on my channel, and a lot of people liked that video. That said, I'm okay not saving it. It's still super fun, and it's great to see a story set in um, uh, where was it in India and all that stuff. It, it brings more flavor to your um reading and, and shelf but i don't know i've i've heard like i think jess just incredibly loves this book i think a lot of people on here on omni bros love this it's book. a lot I've, of fun I, i've never i've never picked it up i i do recommend no, it. nothing about it it's, so a, it's spoilers it. it's kind of a vampire story oh dude i'm totally going to toss it out of their spoilers it's going <laughs> in the water it's going in the, in the deeps in the depths uh all new wolverine number one this is tom taylor um this is uh laura uh wolverine x23 yep uh, uh hot take because i know a lot of people like this i'm chucking this as far as i can into the water i same i don't i don't i don't, I don't have anything against it i just i'm just not going to save it i'm just yeah. not here to save it or anything yeah. i don't think my experience with this book i enjoyed it but it's not like it's not important enough for me, I guess. Like, really, nothing really kind of comes out of this that's like, oh, I need to read this because this is like a turning point or an essential storyline for X Men or, or for any kind of franchise or, or my reading order or anything yeah. of sorts like that. Yeah. With that said, though, um, another yeah. book from the similar timeline here is Immortal Hulk Volume One. Um, that's a keeper. Uh, this is 100% a keeper. I love this. Is like one of the best recent hulk stories that we've gotten hulk hulk is one of these characters that like um when it's good it's great when it's not good it's it's awful right? you can get really bad with the hulk or you can have fantastic stuff with the hulk it's very it's one or the other i feel like it's very black or white it's either great or it's it's garbage you know and this is one of the few especially recently that's just fantastic very horror driven really brought this back to some of the original ideas that kirby and, and stanley had with the characters in the first few issues yeah. and stuff like that so this is definitely definitely a keeper this is a must read for any any hulk fan i think mm -hmm. um bitch planet I'm, I'm gonna call lou and ask him about what he feels about this book <laughs> what is it is, is it that good that it's on this list okay uh, apparently i guess I, I know that for i always since this book uh for like the last like i don't know like 10 years almost i think it's always, oh it came out in 2005 so seven years I've always heard people raving and raving and raving about wow. it. I've read the first couple of issues when it was first coming out. It, it just didn't grab me. It's it's a Same. it's a it's a prison planet full of women, mm -hmm. and it has that prison like tropes for like everything, a, like a B movie. Um, yeah, sexy time in the shower kind of yeah, stuff. To exploitation you know. movies type of right. feel, all that stuff. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this to Lou so that he can just rip it apart yeah. and throw it away yeah. into the water. Is he on the ship with us? Um, sure, and we're like, here you can use that to say the yourself. SS Omni Bros that we're on right now. <laughs> I am Gilligan, nice. 
Runaways. This is volume one. This is the uh, more recent Runaways written by Rainbow Rowell and Chris Anka. I I really enjoyed Chris Anka's art. I don't think I've ever read this version of Runaways. Um, I don't think you could do better than Brian K. Vaughn or even some of like, you know, Josh Whedon stuff. So, and even that stuff, I went back and reread it. Oh, like even that Brian K. Vaughn stuff, just I remember loving it. And I was like, oh, Runaways is so great. I can't wait to read that omnibus. Oh, this is really not that great. So, Runaways is just going to get thrown away into the water. For yeah. Me. If it was Brian K. Vaughn, I would save it. Uh, 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 Copra? Copra? I've heard about this. I, I, I like Michelle Fife's art because it's just really kind of indie, not your your typical style of art, but I've never heard of this before. Like I've never read it or really looked at it before. It's super indie. Um I'm I'm sorry, I'm just gonna get rid of it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch this book. Not so, interested on it in the book. I've never read it. All right. So uh we got, I think this is our first Grant Morrison book on the list. Mm, uh multiversity. I'm throwing it away. I, I can't I can I this is another impenetrable Grant Morrison book for me. I absolutely love multiversity because I'm a huge fan of the multiverse and the idea of what that book does. I, I'm I'm keeping that one. I love that hardcover. It's one of my favorite. Oh. Wow, I'm glad you got a, good, a better experience out of it than I did. It was impenetrable for me. I was just like, I don't, I don't get it. I, I'm not, I'm not following this. You know, the zoo crew and all that stuff. I was just like, I'm oh not. man, they go to Earth 11, so it's gender bent heroes. And then you get the guidebook, and then it gets all meta with the the Earth that's based on our Earth, where heroes are comic books, and it tells you do not read this comic or you're kill the multiverse or whatever. So we do read it, so it sets in motion. The it's very trippy, but I I loved it. Um, okay, so another one on here. I've never heard of this book, so maybe someone in the chat can let us know what they think about it. But never Assassination it. Volume One by Kyle Sparks. Never heard of it. Or Kyle Starks. Yeah, I've never heard of it. That cover is kind of cool with everybody pointing guns at each other and that kind of, you know, Reservoir Dogs final standoff kind of thing. Yeah. Um, or Mexican standoff, I guess you want to call it. But either way, yeah, I'm, I'm getting rid of it. Um, oh, for some cool. reason, Saga Book One is on here. This is the hardcover so version. We've already talked about Saga, so it's going to no, go in yeah, the water. One manga. Okay. Here's our first manga of uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, Geo, I don't know anything about this. I think, uh, I think that's I've seen one of, one or two that's one of the of best modern manga. It's a lot of fun. It's classic characters and story. Hell yeah, I'm keeping it. Fullmetal Alchemist. Although it's going to be, if it's that edition, it's 18 books. So I don't know if you want to chug around 18 hardcovers with you. Never. I've, I know of the, the series. I know of the anime. I think I've seen a few episodes of it. I, I don't care. Uh, yeah, I'm chucking it. Oh, Warren, I didn't know you were, uh, you didn't like Full Metal. Wow, that's shocking. Okay. Interesting. Uh, okay, so Bone. This is Jeff Smith's Bone. This is the complete uh, epic in one volume. So this is a complete Bone series in general. Um, what do you think, Gio? Have you read, have you read Bone? I've never read Bone. I would 100% throw this overboard. Hot take, I, probably, and we might get some hate for it because I know there's some serious bone love out there. That sounds dirty. I didn't mean it <laughs> in that way. But uh, I have no attachments to it, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be bothered seeing it go overboard. I, I, I don't think it's been a year since I picked it up, but I've yet to read it, and I know it's fantastic. So I do want to – I'm going to keep it 
because I know it's beloved and I actually want to read it mm-hmm. and, and, and talk about it. So that's the rare exception where a book I've not read, I want to, I want to keep. Yeah, I have, I've, I've, I've heard of it. I, I know that it's, it's amazing and it's, you know, one of the apparently one of the best books ever, and I would like to read it. But yeah, I'm throwing it away. Um, another newer book I've never heard of. Uh, the best. Same. The best we can do an illustrated memoir by Ty Ty Bao Ty Bao. I might be pronouncing that wrong. Uh, <clears throat> never heard of it. Middle of a sneeze there. Never heard of it. Yeah, I'm gonna get rid of it. I'm chucking it overboard hardcore. <laughs> okay, so here's another book that. Joke. So we're talking. This is uh, Batman: The Killing Joke. They have it here as the, the the deluxe version, and I'm not sure if this is a version that has like really bad coloring, or I know there's a lot of back and forth with the coloring between Brian Boland and stuff. But just the Killing Joke in general, I'm keeping. It's it's. I, I have the issue. I have the single. Uh, square bound uh single issue and there's been a few times where like, oh, maybe i should sell this no i'm keeping it I, I can't get rid of this book at all ever this is one of the most uh, it's alan moore it's one, probably one of my favorite alan moore stories next to Watchmen, honestly and it's it's a book that it's so oh my god it's so visceral like it's so like yeah it's pretty psychotic it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a really there. mixed bag of, of a book yeah. You know, when it comes down to like Alan Moore, the art in is beautiful. It's Brian Boland at his best, I think. Um, and just you know, it, it it's again, it's a it's a it's a story that it's one of the it's it's a, it's one of the best stories. Like you can name off like a, a reading order of Batman books, and Killing Joke has to be a part of it because of what happens to Batgirl. And I know it gets kind of retcon like way later with New Fifty Two, but this is one of those things where this moment of Batgirl being damaged. Or being shot and the damage that it does to to Jim Gordon is, I never really they never really put it in a movie before. They done a, they done like a, a cartoon adaptation of it that is kind of wishy washy because they added a bunch of weird things to it. And I enjoy it for the most part. And they put it in one of the Arkham games, and it was amazing to see that they actually referenced Killing Joke, and you get to see Batgirl get shot. This is one of my favorite books of all time in general, I think. So I'm definitely, definitely keeping this book. There you go. Uh, Another Batman book up on the list. U52, Court of Owls. This is Court of Owls, Batman Volume 1. If it's just Court of Owls, uh, yes, keep it. If it's the whole U52 Batman stuff, I don't know about that. I agree. This stuff is fantastic. I would keep the Court of Owls stuff. I would keep it too, just for I'm probably wrong with the issue number. I'm gonna say issue six, where you have to like keep turning it to read it, and it screws oh, you yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the like, I, what's yeah. going on here? This is so weird, you know. Freaking Greg Capullo drawing Batman for the first time. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, this is they have this is Walking Dead volume eighteen. <laughs> That's so random. For some oh. reason, here, it collects issues one hundred and three through one hundred and eight. This is post 100 where a famous death happens. Um, right. This is like Negan stuff and things like that. To me, Walking Dead for me just kind of stops around like issue like 60. After so anything beyond stuff? that just isn't for me. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I don't, I don't need to save the Walking Dead. They're already dead, anyways. <laughs> All right. So, yep. Yeah, so, Walking Dead's gone. Uh, Excess County. This is Jeff Lemire. Um, 100%. Yes. Hundred percent yes. I've yes. I've owned the book. I've had the I've even had the really super limited uh, sketched and numbered version before. 
Oh, nice. I'm still chucking it. I'm still chucking Damn. it. Damn. Oh, it's it. It's such a fun uh, emotional read. I, I think it's one of Lemire's best uh, works. I'd keep it. Uh, Lacey Kinsley's Kit Gloves. Nine Never heard of it. Careful Chaos. So I'm, I'm assuming that this is a, uh, a, a, pre- a pregnancy term, fertility book. Um, never heard of it. I'm on, I, I'm 100% chucking it overboard. Have nothing, no attachments to it. I'm sure it's really cool and great, you know, for somebody who's, had, you know, gone through pregnancy with my wife and seen, you know, the baby grow and her grow and the changes and things like that. That's great and all, but I'm not interested in this book. Yeah. Um, this is a weird uh, so version of this, but we're talking about Dark Knight Returns. But this is the the book and mask set that comes with a. <laughs> Pretty creepy looking uh, Frank Miller mask for Batman. Dark Knight Returns uh, Batman, and it just has like the most creepy mannequin. If 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 you're watching this on, or if you're listening to this on our on the podcast, you might want to just switch over to watch it here, just to see this really creepy like. It's like the mask is like it's got like the weirdest kind of smirk on his face. Like he's yeah, like it looks like he farted and he enjoyed that. Oh yeah, like he just he just crop dusted a Robin and he yeah. Uh, but anyways, friends. back to the book. This is this is a must-have. This is oh, yes. Batman. We wouldn't have Batman, our this version of Batman that we have now, if it was not for Frank Miller doing what he did in this book. So many comic book, just comic book tropes in general. There's so many comic book tropes um, that were basically started or made popular because of of this series. So I, this is the one of the most important comics of all time. I yeah. Think. I mean, uh, Neil Adams set it up, and mm-hmm. Frank Miller just went to town with it. And brought us the definitive uh, yeah. style for Batman. Um, we're, we're getting kind of late. Right? <laughs> you better keep that mask. I don't know about that. I don't. I, mm. <laughs> that mask is like super creepy style, dude. Chuck it because of the mask. Yeah. <laughs> if it's that set in particular, then yeah. yes. Yeah. If I, if I have to have the mask and it's like one or the other, I'm not keeping that mask. Like that thing is just. Oh, that's a mask you put on to commit felony. <laughs> oh my. Uh, Adventure, Adventure Time, Time comic no. volume one. No, sorry. I probably watched maybe a handful of Adventure Time episodes. Watch the watch the show. Don't care about the comic. Yeah. So that's gonna that's gonna I'm gonna chuck that. Yeah, that's an easy one. Chuck that. Uh, v for Vendetta, another uh, Alan Moore book on here. That I would keep compared to uh, From Hell. Um, I'm gonna get rid of it. Don't care. Mm, okay. It, 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 I don't know what it is. I just. I've read it. I've enjoyed it, the reading of it, but I don't think I would ever need to read it again. Yeah. Same with the movie. I don't think I ever need to watch the movie again. Like it just wasn't for me. Uh, DC New Frontier. hundred uh, percent. Darwin yes. Cook. Darwin Cook. This is yeah. This is a must. A must own. This is a. This must is my, in my top five DC stories of all time. I love New Frontier. It's close to perfect in my opinion. Especially like. If I, what I like about it, if you look at the cover here is like other than you know, uh, not a homeboy here with the the mallet. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, 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 Nightman, Night Steel. That's steel. No, I don't think it's I don't think that's steel. Um, homeboy with the the noose and the execution mask and stuff. Yeah. Either way, everybody on here is smiling, and this is just a fun era or like a fun version of of these characters. It's a serious book. It it it, it takes place kind of like in that. Silver Age going into the Bronze Age era of things, but it's just it's just fun. It's it, Darwin Cook's art in here is top notch. 
uh, it's more than just you know the Holy Trinity DC characters that even on the cover here you can see there's even they got like Spectre, Doctor Faith, and Adam Strange, and Homeboy mm-hmm. with the noose that I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Jeremy, um, Jer- uh, not Jeremy. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Steel. Uh, John John Irons. John You're Henry talking about Irons. Shaq Steel? John Henry Irons. Yeah, that's right. Right, John Henry Irons. John Irons Henry. John Wilson became the steel driving vigilante. John Henry trying to yeah. Anyways, he's cool. <laughs> New Frontier man toss. Oh come on. Uh well, you know it is what it is. If you don't like it, I, uh, I hear you. It's it's yeah. it's one of those things. But I would definitely keep this book for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, I love the cartoon series too. Um, all right, we're gonna start winding down. I didn't realize this is gonna take us so so long. We might need to do yeah. Let's go by real quick. Version two or something. Okay, so real quick, absolute uh, all star Superman. Keeping it, it's like the only good Superman story I've read in a long time. Uh, yeah, it's one of those quintessential Superman stories. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, per Persepolis, Persepolis. I've heard about this from um, from many people, but I haven't read it. Not only have I heard it, but I can't pronounce it. So I'm definitely throwing that over. <laughs> Marvels. Uh, Marvels by uh, Kirk Busick and um, Alex Ross, another great Alex Ross book. That's uh, hard because the story, is, like, the story is all right. Like it's 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 not very it's it's a ground level story uh, following the photographer. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Right now. I haven't read this in a minute. But there are um, better Marvel things to say than this. I, I, I would. I would. Can I just keep the art and not have any of the story? I just want to just look at. <laughs> Alex Ross drawing Silver Surfer and Galactus story, you know? Because there's a lot of, like, X-Men books and, like, the Galactus trilogy from Fantastic yeah. Four. I'd rather save that than uh, Marvel's. All right. Yeah, you know, I think I'll chuck it just because the, the stories are already out there somewhere else. But, man, that art is so good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Ghost. sorry, Marvel's. Um, Ghost um, by it. Rihanna Tingamer. I think it's the same lady that did uh, Smiles. I haven't read of this. Hadn't heard of this either. And so this is getting thrown. Sorry, it's already dead. You can throw it. Um, Batman Year One. Keep it. Keep it. Has 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 to. This is have to have to have to have to. That's my. That will always be the origin story for uh, for Batman. Always. That always. version. And this is this is more of a Jim Gordon story too than anything else. There is a lot of great Batman stuff in here, but a lot of that focus yeah. is Jim Gordon too, which is really great about it. Or I should say, like the Gotham world origin. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Darth Vader Volume One. Um, no, I got the Star movies. Wars I'm not attached to. That's a great run, it. but I, we got the movies. I don't care yep. for the. Just keep the books. Okay, so this next one. Oh, that's your boy. This is this is my all time favorite comic book series. Uh, like like long long form going on ongoing series because Watchmen's the best comic book ever. But besides that. Transmetropolitan, especially this volume one. I actually own original artwork from issue three. I think it is. Awesome. Um, yes, I, I will. I will save this first. Like, if somebody threw this in the water, I would pick it back up. This is absolutely a must save for me. I will admit, I've only read volume one. I know I'm behind. Yeah, <laughs> anything past that. volume two can get tricky for people unless you're a really big fan of this kind of stuff. Um, 
because there's a lot of world building with like you know um, some of the strange things they have on here like you know cable tv and how it is in that world religion in this world politics in the world and stuff like that a lot of that's they dive a lot more into that as the series goes deeper and deeper mm-hmm. but i love this series love it so i'm absolutely keeping this book uh, Warren's never read Transmet. Cleveland says he'll keep Transmet. So, all right, we don't have to, we don't have to like um, time out anybody yet. That's definitely a timeout <laughs> book right there. Uh, Runaways, Volume One. This is the Brian K. Vaughn, the first original version of it. I think I mentioned it earlier, um, but yeah, I would chuck this because I read it recently again. I wasn't digging it. Uh, if I had to choose between that or the previous run, I would keep this one. But in the grand scheme of things, I'm okay tossing it. It's good, but it, it's all right. I like the dinosaur, the uh, Velociraptor. <laughs> no, I, I mean I do like a lot of the characters in here. Um, I mean, oh, and uh, Miko. who's the magic? Miko? The magic Miko woman in here. Miko? Nico's awesome. Nico's yeah. great. The little girl with the pet uh, Velociraptor is great. Yeah. Everybody else in here, I don't care about. Like Alex, he can go to hell. Fuck Alex. <laughs> Dick. I don't like this book, but I have a visual reaction to one of the main characters. Um, here, never heard of here. Um, this looks like a, a super indie book that would be off my radar. So, yeah, I'm getting rid of that. Uh, Hilda Folk by Luke Pearson. Never heard of it. No it looks cute. Not for me. Oh, Geo. All right, buddy. This has to stay, and everybody should read it. It's a phenomenal uh, reimagining of Superman. In uh, in this case, uh, early 40s. And it shows you how great of a character he is. And the supporting cast uh, really complements uh, the hero. Fantastic. Uh, fantastic overall story. Highly recommend it. I've never read this book. It's solid. I, yeah, I, I, I want to read it so bad. I need to just pick yeah. it up. because it, Again, it's a book I've never heard anything negative about. Yeah. And it's only three issues. So yeah. it's so, a quick read. I think I would keep it just to be able to read it. Yeah, and it has art from uh, Gudihito. I love that duo, that team. It's awesome. Um, X Men. Uh, this is God Love Man. Man kills. I would keep it. I'm. I would chuck it because it's Omar's favorite book. <laughs> just to spite, just that that spite. Love just it. to spite that food. <laughs> uh, but I think this is one of the best uh, Marvel books of all time, in my opinion. Even though um, I'm not a huge X-Men fan. So N-Man says there needs to be an absolute Transmetropolitan Volume 3 reprint. I have it. This is I, I didn't realize how, how like crazy hard this book is to it's find. It's super like, pricey. It's one of those things where like, yeah, it's because it's a volume three of a of a series that nobody knows about, kind of, you know? Like I'm super surprised in the first place, but very proud and happy that it even got an absolute. Like that's so weird to me that it ever got an absolute version. And that volume three took a long time to come out. I remember between two and three it was a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we might need to cut this pretty short here. Um Hawkeye by Matt Fraction and David Aja. I yeah, we can just go like toss it, keep it, and okay. So we can cover everything. Um, Hawkeye, Adios. Uh, Adios. Criminal by Ed Brubaker. I think this I is the keep. first volume. This is Bad Night. Definitely would keep that. Yeah. Uh, deceased. I've never read it. I don't I care. Think it's too new for me to care to keep it. Okay, I'm chucking that too. Uh, Superman Birthright. I would Mark keep Wade. It. I'd I keep think it it's too. a cool origin. 
Um, Private Eye by Brian K. Vaughn. I would chuck it just because it's it's a great book. The format, right? It's uh, not even the format. I just think that once you read it once, that's I think I'm good enough at that. Like yeah. I don't ever need to read it again. I think I agree with that. Uh, Hip Hop Family Tree. I, I love this. I have the um, like the oversized like slipcases for it, but I'd still chuck it because it's it's a history of hip hop, which is fine and all. But again, I don't think I need to like savor it because this is like super super early like yeah. heyday hip hop of like the early seventies. It's better to listen about the history of it instead of reading yeah. it for the songs. Fear, Fear Agent uh, Volume One. Keep it. Yeah, Flintstones. Uh, hell yes. Flintstones. Haven't read it, so I would definitely 100%. chuck it. Hellboy in Hell Volume One. Uh, I would toss it because that's not the best of the Hellboy stuff. I would toss anything Hellboy. It never, it never grasped me. I, I, I had all the library editions and I was reading through it and I was just like, oh, this just isn't doing it for me. Yeah, like I've tried so many times to get in Hellboy and just wasn't doing it. Southern Bastards Volume One. I would chuck because Volume One is like a precursor to the actual like real story. I think. I think it doesn't really do anything until Volume Two. Like it switches characters and stuff like that after volume one, I think. Um, Strangers in Paradise, uh, hot mm. take. I know this is one of these books that people just really have on a pedestal, but I would I would chuck it. I, I would chuck don't it so care hard. for it whatsoever. I would shot put it yeah. over over the ledge. Yeah. Astral City. Haven't read I it. Read I got the first two volumes right now, but yeah. I think in push comes to shove, I would, I would get rid of it. Silver Surfer, Dance Slot, and All Red. I would keep it. I keep it too. That's that was such a great story, especially mm -hmm. like the ending. Um, Thor by Jason Aaron. Hell yeah! I would I would definitely keep that. Definitely keep That's, that. Yep. Uh, Omega Men by Tom King. I would, I would keep it. I'd get rid of it. I liked it. It was. It's a really you know. It's a, it's a, it's an all right Kyle Rayner story. Uh, I remember reading it on a, on an airplane, but I just I I don't need to read it over and over again or anything. Uh, the Nameless City? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. We can get rid of that. Batman Arkham Asylum by Grant Morrison. I would chuck it. Yeah, not my favorite. I'm good tossing it. Descender, Descender not a fan of it. Yeah, I'm, I, I would get rid of it too. I've, I haven't read it, um, and I'm not super interested in it. I tried. Sorry, I, I like Defamir. I like Dustin Wynn, but just not doing it for me. Yeah. Um, Berlin by Jason Lutz. Never heard of it. So that's going to go overboard. Afterlife with Archie. I'm keeping it. Uh, I love this series. Absolutely uh, love everything to do with this series. Worth it for that beautiful art from oh, Frank Gavilla. Yeah, Francisco Frank Gavilla. This is his, like, he's, it's, it's, it's standing on the shoulders of his yeah. work for sure. Underwater Welder by Jeff Lemire. I'd keep that. That's a that's a great knee book that people should um, read. Uh, I guess ironically, I would throw it into the water. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I didn't think of it. Underwater welder. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Lone, Lone Wolf, Wolf and Cub. Cub. I haven't read it. Uh, I really want to. I know, like like the books are out there. I think it's like on the Crunchyroll's website or somewhere. Uh, Riley was saying that they're all available. Um, but I would get rid of it. I'd controversial. It. I'm not a fan of Lone Wolf and Cub. I could skip oh. it. Sorry, guys. Jessica Jones, Volume One. I mm, I liked it the first my first read through of that series. Second read through, I'm like, ah, eh, that's all right. 
Volume fun, One was, was kind of whatever to me. It had like a really just like Bendis is really not the best at endings. Like it was very just like all of a sudden like government agents show up and they kind of save the day kind of thing. Yeah. If this was the Purple Man saga, that'd be a different story. I would keep that. But this first version, like I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, Boxers and Saints. That's from the same writer as Superman Smashes the Clan, but I've never, never read it. Yeah, I would chuck it. Infinite Kung Fu. I had this book. And I never got around to reading it, and I think I've gotten rid of it, so I would definitely just throw it overboard at this point. Uh, Walt Simonson's Ragnarok? I don't know. I get rid of it. I haven't heard it. The, the, the cover looks cool. I really like that design, but I've yeah. never really gotten into it. Now, here we go. Six, the Sixth Gun Volume 1. I'm keeping this. I, I would, I would yeah. sacrifice every other book on this list almost for this book. <laughs> yeah, let's keep that one. Uh, Wildstorm Volume 1 by Warren Ellis. As, as much as I love Warren Ellis, he's one of my favorite writers of all time. I've never read this, and the concept of it just doesn't appeal to me. Same. I he completely it. like rewrites the Wildstorm universe into like kind of weird stuff. I mean, he, I, he tried his best to keep it going, but I just don't think like DC or Jim Lee were really backing enough to kind of make it a thing. Like It really kind of just withered and died. Uh, the Fifth Beetle. I love this book, Gio. The Fifth Beetle. This is the Brian Epstein story, who was the yeah. Beatles' manager at the time, who was a uh, he was a he was a gay man in you know the 1960s. And it's mm-hmm. story it's, it's his story and how he kind yeah. of dealt with being a closeted homosexual and how he had to keep it secret and you know all that kind of stuff. The art in here by Kyle Baker is amazing. This is I would definitely keep this. If if somebody out there, if you've never read this book, like search it out do yourself a favor and read that book league of extraordinary gentlemen uh, i don't care about it I, I read it once and didn't really care for it yeah I think uh, that's razor really ramen uh this list is for fun it's basically 100 uh, uh the website put together like the top 100 graphic novels or whatever and we're just playing a game of like if the uh the book not the book the ship if it's sinking do we uh toss it or we keep it um punk rock jesus from uh sean murphy i love that stuff but i haven't read it it's not it's not sean murphy's best i think you know it's 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 another one of those kind of like oh what if jesus was alive today he'd hate god and be all you know uh, a punk rocker and stuff like that just just the concept and the story just doesn't really fit for me um prince of cats nope goodbye i haven't read it uh i killed adolf hitler by jason never heard of it i'd get rid of it east of Uh, west West. it's good but i would i would get rid of it yeah because they were talking about volume one like you need all the whole series for it to kind of really it's it's a a hickman book so it's it's (laughs) just a series as a whole you know (laughs) If you read volume one, you're gonna be lost. Right. Um, I don't know what B T T M F D R S is. I, I, I read it at I, I read it as bottom feeders mm. or something like that. Um right. adios. I don't know anything about it. Same yeah. with uh uh Bandet, Bandetet. Bandet, I would I would not keep it. Into the water. We're getting into some really like uh, indie stuff here. Uh, Patience <laughs> by Daniel Klaus. I've never um, read that. I have no idea what that is. 
I mean, I like Daniel Klaus's stuff for certain things like Ghost World and and uh, uh, what is that book called? What's it called? Dan Pussy. Uh, those books, yeah. But like, I don't know. I haven't. I, I, I like it, but I, I I don't worship at the altar of Daniel Klaus like like some yeah. people do. Uh, Secret Wars by Jonathan Hickman. Uh, Secret, yeah, I, I I chuck it. It's it, it's great. It's fun and all, but it's, you don't need it. You, you can't read it. I don't think you can read it alone. You know, you have to read like the entire like Jonathan Hickman Avengers New Avengers storyline yeah. for this to even really be like of contextual excitement or anything. Um, Hard Tomorrow, adios on that one for me. Yeah. Um, Witches by Scott Snyder and, and Jock. As much uh, as those two do great work together, Witches isn't that great. It's not that great. Yeah, I think it was overhyped. Um, Midnighter Volume One by Steve Orlando. That can go bye bye. I don't care about Midnighter. Sorry. Valerian, don't care about Never like I tried reading Valerian because I was I saw the movie and that sucked. Yeah. So I thought I'm, I might as well read the book. Like, yeah, like the book's it. usually better, but it's not. It's not. I didn't like it. Uh Shade the Changing Girl, volume one. This is the uh, recent that's, that's uh, a cool young one. animal the, series. The young animal stuff, yeah. Is it good? Never heard of it. That's no, it. that's it. That is that. Wow, we went through all one hundred. Very little Marvel, I gotta say. Very little, like, um, it's a lot of like indie kind of stuff. So I think this is kind of a good list. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a good list. I think that was fun, dude. That was real fun, actually. I think I had a hell of a good time doing that with DG and everybody else in the chat. Um, yeah, Tasty Melon says the list tried to include too many indies. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. And that's the thing, like I said, I tried to find more other lists, but it was like either all marvel or all dc or all indie you know so with with that um we're gonna wind this down so if anybody in the chat wants to know our opinion on another book you know throw it at us as we kind of wind this down a little bit because cleveland brown <laughs> yeah cleveland brown they forgot crossed i would 1000 percent keep crossed crossed one and cross volume three uh yeah. psychopath those two i would definitely keep Ooh, okay. I got another list here. We can go by real quick before we wrap up. Okay. Um, I was just Googling this. Um, I love how Warren was just on it the whole time with this list with us. That's great. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, Sunstone. Uh, that's a kinky book, but pretty fun. I, would, I wouldn't necessarily keep it, but it's a fun read. Uh, I've never read there we go. We're getting to some manga territory. Hell yeah, I would keep Dodo Hedoro. That's a great manga. Uh, the Surrogates, not for me. Star Wars of Knights Republic. Anything Star Wars can go away. 300. That can go away. That's not that good. No. The, yeah. the movie's actually better than the book. Yeah. Monster for Burusawa, arguably one of his best works. It's between a lot of people switch between 20th Century Boys, Pluto, and uh, Monster. My favorite Urusawa happens to be Pluto, but close second, right there, almost tied, is Monsters. That a phenomenal uh, crime uh, thriller. Copperhead, uh, don't care for it. By chance or by providence, never read it. Never heard of most of this. Mushishi, one of the most underrated manga of all time, in my opinion. Love it. Uh, I would keep it. Spider-Man: The Gauntlet, you can toss that. Yeah. Most Spider-Man books can go away. Uh, I think you can keep the Meta Barons. It's pretty dope. 
Dark Phoenix Saga. I chuck it just because it's just it's. I don't think it's that great. It's, it's good it's and all, but I think it might be one of those things where maybe like in, in, in the late 70s, it might have affected me better, but it was kind of I think the overall, the end result of that story is bigger than the actual story, if that makes sense. Like the like what happens in there instead of you wanting to keep reading the book, if that makes any sense to you guys. I would toss it. <laughs> uh, uh, Jaqual, I'm saying, sorry. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, or maybe it's just Jock. Kirby New Gods, I would toss it. I love it as much as it is, but it's 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 Ooh. a daunting book. It's a daunting. Uh, I, I would I would keep it. It's daunting. <laughs> American Vampire, hell yes. Superman for all seasons, absolutely. Yep. Uh, Bloom, never read it. Monstrous, beautiful story, but you can you can toss it. I have it, but I haven't read it, so I don't care. Mouse Guard, same thing. I would. I would keep it. It's like a it's like a long magazine size. It's perfect for throwing into the water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Starlight. Uh, no nope, pass. Nope. Pass. Bingo love. Nope. Never heard of it. Chuck it. Saga of the swamp thing. Uh, I'm surprised this it. wasn't on that other list. This is definitely a keep. As long as it's like yeah. the good. The original. Covers. Yeah. The, the yeah. hardcovers or the trade paperbacks for sure. Uh, Persepolis. We talked about this yeah. one already. New Avengers. Oh, hell keep, yes. Keep, keep. Yes. Dude, that incursion stuff is the best stuff of that uh, Hickman His, run. Hickman's Illuminati was amazing. Yep. Secret Six, yes, from Gail Simone. That was Never awesome. read it. I'll toss it. Super cool stuff. Footnotes, uh, no. no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Golden Kamui, uh, yes. A really fun uh, historical fiction manga. Oh, Black Mirror. We talked Keep, about that one. Yep. We talked about V for Vendetta. Chuck V for That's Vendetta. Cool. Chuck's uh, that. Chuck from Hell. Berserk. Absolutely. Keep, keep Berserk. <laughs> all of it. Like, I would keep all like 41 volumes of it or whatever. Hell it is. yeah. I would carry that out on my bag. Um, Kingdom so, Come Toss. Uh, <sighs> toss. Love the art by uh, uh, Carl Kershaw, but it's, it's, it's it doesn't need to be saved. I didn't love the story. Contract with God, uh, Will Eisner. Never read it. I know it's a, it's a, it's supposed to be like a pinnacle Eisner thing, but Never yeah, read I have it. no, no influence on it. Oh, there's Fun Home again. Oh, okay. again, Chuck. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, good to see you again. Bye, bye. <laughs> back into the water, Hellboy. Back. Into uh, the, water. the chain, uh, confident others. I would keep instead of Hellboy and Hell. That's just me. Warren, I I'm going to put Hell. you on a, on a, on alert, my buddy. I put you on alert for saying <gasps> that you're toss berserk. Warren, we were doing just so teasing, well. but just still, <laughs> you're 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 going on the list. The Sandman season of Mist, sure, why not keep it? Hawkeye, toss it. Hawkeye, Chuck. God it, Country, yeah, yeah I, I would keep it. Uh, I, I had fun with it. No, that thing's not going to water. <laughs> Mouse, we talked Mouse about it. All Star Superman, we All Star Superman is a must. East or West, that can go bye bye. Yeah, it's too combo for its own. New X Men, New X Men. Oh, what do you think of that? Mm, God, it's so because it's because oh. mm, it's good, and then there's it's like a it's like a it's like a crap sandwich. It's like really good at the beginning and the end, and then like the middle kind of just like fudges it. Um, okay. Chuck it, chuck it. There you go. Saga, Saga, chuck it. We talked about with the cup. We'll go bye bye. Animal Man. I would keep Animal Man. It's awesome. I've only read volume one, and I would keep it. Yeah. Black Sand, one of my all-time favorite comics, right there. Hell yes, hundred percent. I've, I've I've never read it, but I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna say I'm gonna keep it so that Geo doesn't throw me off the wall. Yes, off the, please. Off the you you gotta it. read it. <laughs> it's awesome. 
Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Keep. Daredevil by Bendis. Absolutely. Keep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And watch them, yes. Okay. And uh, Frank Miller Wolverine. What do you think of that? Nah. Chuck. Uh, but Jock's asking about Frank Miller's Daredevil. That's another one to absolutely keep as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Are there any All more right. lists in here? Uh, no, but I'm ready to, to, to get this going. I got right. my kids to sleep. I can't here. Okay, crying. so <laughs> that's a little bit of fun with the books and all that, that great. stuff. Yeah, thanks all everybody for showing up. That we talked about, all these books, you can get them uh, for real great prices at InStock Trades, the official sponsor of Omnibros Live here on the Omnibus Collectors Network where you can get your omnibus, trade paperbacks, hardcovers, manga, and so much more. Uh, deals up to 50% off. If you make an order of 50 bucks or more, you get free shipping. Fantastic customer service. Wonderful packaging. That's InStockTrades.com, the official sponsor of Omnibros Live. Guys, you got to check it out. Go to IST, InStockTrades.com. We love them. We thank them for sponsoring Omnibros, and uh, I know you guys love them as well. But uh, pay them a visit. Buy some books. Yeah. Patronize them. Don't patronize them. Patronize them. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm out of here, everybody. Uh, you guys can follow me on... Thank you, Tasty Mellon. That was really nice. You guys Thank you. Appreciate gave an that. adequate amount of effort tonight. That was fun. That was a fun little kind of like little topic we did here today. So everybody, into, if you're watching this on the Rewind or whatever, put your suggestions in the, in the comments down below. You know, do you agree? You don't dis you do agree, disagree? Let us know. It'd be fun to kind of see that in the, in the, uh, the comment section as well. Yeah. So everybody watching later, if this if the ship is sinking, which books would you save? Let us know. Yep. Uh, you can find my channel. That's a Week in Geekdom where I talk about anime and manga. Just put out a couple videos uh, over the last week. So check them out if you can. Uh, tomorrow we're going to come back with a manga episode going over all the cool stuff that's coming out in the month of November. So stay tuned for that. And then uh, we do it all, all over again next week. That's it. Very Thank cool, you, everybody. God bless. Stay safe. Uh, Catch you guys have a great night. On, on the next one. Let me put the little thingy here so you can uh, like, subscribe, and all that stuff. <laughs>